All right, Rabbi Sai, good and Erev Shabbos. Yeshikach Tamashi for the for the beautiful challenge. Mamish, it's meat, kishka, everything. Alamilas, alamilas. This is something else. All right, Chavra, please make sure. Yes. I'll say, please make sure I take something to eat, something to drink. So I'll say, we're going to continue, Mirat Hashem. I want to spend one more week on this piece that we've been doing by the Rebbe, Rabbi Nachman. So remember, again, the Rebbe has been focusing us on this truly beautiful idea, this incredible idea that the Avoda first thing in the morning is to go ahead and, is to go ahead and see the good. Right, remember again, Shehu Ma'orar Hashachar. The whole Yisod in the morning ultimately again is see the good inside of yourself. Although there may be many things that are broken, although there may be many things in a state of disrepair, the only way to start the day is ultimately to see the good. And remember again, we saw the Rabbi read that into the opening line of Shukhan Archa next week. So I want to continue along that theme a little bit. We're actually going to jump around a little bit in this piece by the Rabbi. So I numbered the sheets tonight, so hopefully you can follow. So I'm on page one in the packet. So if you see again, we're going to be learning through the middle section here, Likute Halachas Hamavuar. So if you look on page one, okay. good, there should be a, it's a little, it's a little number one, right? A little one over there in the middle of the bottom of the first page and right by the asterisk. Vizet, Bechinas Kol Seder HaTvila Sheteknu Chazal. The Rebbe says, the truth is this dynamic, right? This dynamic of being able to see the good and this dynamic, ultimately, again, I will say, remember again, that the Rebbe's whole theme over here is Od Ma'at Ve'ein Rasha. Heshi, welcome. Welcome. You can pull up a chair, this challenge. Yeah. Right? No alcohol, though, for you. That's yeah. all right. So, so, so the Pasuk says, right, the Pasuk is Od Ma'at Ve'ein Rasha. That ultimately, no matter how much we compromise ourselves in life, there's always the good. Where's, I, where's the Pasuk? Tell him. Tell him. Uh, what's, which? I'll tell you in a second. I think I think actually it's uh Kili Kili Lama Zaftani. It's uh Azarma Lala Kaiba Odi. Alright, I'll find a few just a moment. So I'll say so the, the, the idea over here is so there's a good inside of each of us. And even though the good might itself might be a little bit tarnished, right? And the good itself may be imperfect. I'm gonna say no, it sounds like a stira, right? To have good which is imperfect, to have good which is negatively impacted. You could have a thing like that. I find something good inside myself, but even the good, even the good is a shtigl compromised. But the idea still nevertheless is to find the good. Remember, the Rebbe had the whole progression. If you find the good, you're able to sing, right? Once you're able to sing, you could compose your nigan. Once you're able to see the good in yourself and the good in others, you could be the shliach tzibur. So the, so the Rebbe says, V'zeh b'chines kol seidratil shtiknu chazal. The Rebbe says, the truth is, the ability to see the good in oneself is the entire essence of tefillah in general. Shakol, page two. Shakol, middle of the page, right by the asterisk. Shakol soveif al inyanzeh. This is absolutely wild peace. The Bible says the entire essence of tefillah is focused on the ability to see the good inside of yourself despite having so much negativity, right? So a person can be surrounded by a sea of negativity, but I have to find something good inside of me. The Bible says, now watch this. Now it's interesting, and I don't know why the Rebbe does this, the Rebbe is going to go through the entire order of Tefillah from Birchas HaShachar through Shmona Esrei. But I don't know why. The, the order, it doesn't go in the order of Tefillah. So the first thing the Rebbe starts with is Karbanas. And I think the truth is those of us learning the Daf know why the Rebbe started with Karbanas. Because the power of Karbanas is awesome. 
Right? The Gemara says a person says Karbanos in the morning. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says not only is it counted as if Ma'ala Alav, right? It's counted as if you offered all the Karbanos. And not only that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Amochalo Akalavonosav. I will forgive a person for all his Averus if he says Karbanos. What a deal. What a deal. I'll forgive you for all of your Averus. Just say Karbanos. Look what the Rabbi says. We'll say, what's the Chap of Karbanos? This is beautiful. V'lachin. Betchila Omrim Karbanos Uktores. Shehem Bechinas Berurim. We'll say, we say the section of Karbanos, and we all say the section of Kitoras, right? Incense. And what's the whole Yisod of Karbanos and Kitoras? The whole Yisod ultimately is Borer, is separating one thing from the other. How so? Listen to this. This is incredible. What's a carbon? What's a carbon? A carbon is you take an animal. You take an animal, right? And what do you do with the animal? Suddenly again, you take that thing which is an animal, such a base, such a base and basic entity, right? And you go ahead and what? You're malet. You malet. There's plenty, plenty of room. Right? You're, ma- you're malet. Shalom Aleichem. Welcome. You're malet, right? You go... Take some shalom and something to drink. Nice to see you. Right? So you go ahead and you take something that is behemius. You take something ultimately again that is, right? That is animalistic. And suddenly you raise it up. Suddenly, you make it into something dramatically new. I will say, isn't that the ultimate form of borer, right? Of going ahead and separating the negative from the positive. I go ahead and I take, I go ahead and I take the animal and I separate out the animalistic part, or I should say, I raise up the kedusha part from the animalistic part. Says the Rebbe, that's why there's such an emphasis in karbanos in davening. See, I will say we focus on. We saw the like I said, we saw the Gemara Maseches Tainis. The Gemara says, "Un In the absence of the Beis Hamikdash, when you say karbanos, it's kiilu. You're offering all of the karbanos, and Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "I'll forgive you for all of your averus." But the Rebbe says, "Bepnimius, bepnimius." Why do we focus on karbanos? And I will say, I'll tell you something amazing. Someone, someone who's someone, someone said to me last week. They said, you know, when I say karbanos, I just feel different. They were saying to me, I don't have that change anywhere else in davening. It's such a fascinating, when I say karbanos, I feel different. So actually, I showed him this piece by Rabbi Nachman. I said, because when a person says karbanos, you know what you're doing? You're actively showing that it's possible to take even the most base thing and extract something holy from it. You could take an animal, you could take an animal, and you could turn it into Tashmishe Kidusha. You could take an animal, what's an animal, right? An animal is an animal, void of Kidusha. And I can make it into, I can extract, I can extract the, the, the droplets of Kidusha from that animal. And says the Rebbe, that's the job of a Jew, that's the first thing I do, that's Modani. She'u ma'orer hashachar. I have to bring out the light. Like the Rebbe said, don't fall asleep. What does sleep mean? Remember what the Rebbe said, what does sleep mean? Sleep means is when I lose myself in my broken kite. Being awake is when I find the good inside of me. The power of karbanos is the ability to extract something holy, 
from something that is otherwise very mundane and base. The Rebbe goes on. What do you say after Karbanas? Well, remember again, Karbanas, you have the Parashas Akiyar, Parashas Hatamid, Ezehu Mekoman. What else do you have to say? Kitores, incense. What's the Chabad Rebbe says? so beautiful. So we're on page two, the middle section, the Kuti Halachas Hamavur over there, right-hand column. Says the Rebbe, Umam Sheikh, Levar Kitores. What's next? Next is Kitoras. What this is beautiful. Kitoras, Well, say if you go through Kitoras, you'll notice, by the way, that you'll notice that one of the spices in Kitoras is a spice <clears throat> called Chalbina. Chalbina had a putrid odor. Chalbina smelled terrible. Dahainu Shemevarin Tov. So Chazal explained that the different spices of the Ketoras correspond to different types of Jews. So who's the Chalbana? Who are the Jews who smell? Right? Who are the Jews who smell bad? Those are the Rishon. Those are the wicked ones. Not that they have a literal physical odor, but they have a spiritual odor as a result of their negative activity. And yet, what's Talacha? Ukimo Shalom, the Rabbi Sanan Zichron, the Bracha, left hand, Kalamiza, called Tfila, Shein Bamit Tfilas, Poshe Yisrael, Enot Tfila. What does the Gimara say? Well, say this is so profound. Any Tfila, any minion that doesn't have sinners as part of the minion is not a Tfila. Any tefillah that doesn't have sinners included in that is not a minion. In other words, they're both saying, and this is such an incredible idea, being part of Klal Yisrael, Klal Yisrael, we're not a purist religion. Right? We're not a purist religion. We, we don't believe that only the elite and only the perfect and only the righteous have a seat at the table. Everyone has a seat at the table. And in fact, the table is incomplete if there aren't Rishaim there as well. It's such an incredible yusod. That's the chelbino, right? That's the chelbino. Ultimately, Kitores is possible if the foul-smelling chelbino is not there. He goes on, he says, There are two things. So the rabbi says, how is it that you include the Rishayim? How could Rishayim be included in the Klal? So, of course, the Rebbe will answer because even Rishayim have sparks of light. And even Rishayim have sparks of good. But I will say the metaphor of the Ketoros is so powerful. The Ketoros together represents a beautiful, sweet-smelling aroma. Why? Because it has good-smelling things and foul-smelling things. And only when they're all mixed together does it produce the final result. I will say what, a, what an incredible metaphor for the Jew. I have good parts of me and I have foul-smelling parts of me. I have Chalbanah. I have plenty of chalbana, plenty of chalbana. But I will say, but interestingly enough, the chalbana is part of who I am. So I can't necessarily get rid of the chalbana. So from a klal perspective, we have to recognize that the risham a part of the klal also. We'll say, such, such an important yisod to recognize that even those who are highly flawed and imperfect, whether we're talking about ourselves or others, you know, we're all part of the klal. All part of the klal, but the yisod ultimately is there is no klal, there is no guitar without the foul smelling stuff, representing this idea that the ketores is only the ketores because it has foul smelling stuff, but also has the sweet smelling stuff. In life, you have to be cognizant of your chalbana, but you can't define yourself by your chalbana. There's other beautiful things as well. Vizeh, he goes on, I will say, let's skip a little bit now. Skip a little bit. So go now to page three. So page three on the bottom left-hand column, bottom left-hand side. 
So the Rebbe says as follows. So we'll say, so I, the parts that I skipped were like this. Let me tell you this outside. Here's the parts that I skipped. So most remember again, we go in the Rebbe's model of tefillah. You notice, by the way, what, what did the Rebbe skip? What did he skip? Right? Right, Rebbe Shmuel. Before Rebbe Shmuel. Birchos HaShachar. Right? So we'll come back to that. Like I said, I don't know why the Rebbe, we're going to get to it. So what the Rebbe started with was essentially Moda'ani. That she uma ora shachar. Okay, we went to you have to say karbanos because karbanos ultimately represent pulling out the positive from that which is base. Mm-hmm. You have to go to kitores. Kitores represents being able to identify that which which smells beautifully from that which is which is a putrid odor. Same yisod. Then we go to psuke de zimra. So we'll say. Do you remember again when we started this piece? The Rebbe said. After you go ahead and you're able to be courageous enough to identify the good inside of yourself, what's the byproduct of that? What can you do? What can you do? You could create what? A nigun. That's Psuke de Zimra. Psuke de Zimra is the personalistic song that a person has the ability to sing once they find the good inside of themselves. And I'll say, take it a little bit further because I skipped a couple of pieces. Go Psuke de Zimra. What comes after Psuke de Zimra? Berchos Kriyashma. And Kriyashima. See, I say, the only way to have a relationship with Hashem is if you're first comfortable enough having a relationship with yourself. You see, if I don't like myself, it's going to be very difficult to have a meaningful relationship with the Ribbon Shalom. If I can't stand me, you know, I say, this was the whole, this was the whole Yisod, you know, there's, uh, you know, the famous story of Elisha Ben Avuyo. Right? Acher, Acher Elisha Ben Avuyo. Salisha ben Avuyu was one of the great Talmud of his generation. He became an apikores for, for whatever the reason. He became an apikores. And all of his rabbinic colleagues, you know, ran away, with the exception of his Talmud, Rabbi Meir. Right? And Rabbi Meir, at every juncture, would always say to Alisha ben Avuyu, Chazar becha. I always say, there's, there's, the, there's the beautiful story where, you remember this, remember this Gemara, where um, Elisha ben Avuyu is riding a horse on Shabbos. He's riding a horse on Shabbos, and Rabbi Meir is following behind him. So, so, Elisha ben Avuyu turns around to Rabbi Meir and he says, Meir, chazor b'chamer, chazor b'chamer. You, Meir, you have to go back. Shekvar shi'arti b'ikvi susi ad kan tchum Shabbos. Elisha ben Avuyu saying, I'll be counting the steps and I'm right about to leave the tchum. Right about to leave the tchum, right about to leave the Shabbos boundary. Meir, you have to go back. So what does Rabbi Meir say? Rabbi, come back with me. Come back with me. Let's, let's, let's go back together. You know, not just back to the tchum, but let's go back. Let's just go back together. And what does Elisha ben Avuya say? He says, I already heard, told you already so many times that a voice comes out from Shemaim that says, return, O wayward children, except for Acher. Acher, Elisha ben Avuya, don't come back. Don't come back. And Rabbi Soloveitchik, in his, in his Tshuva Drashas, says something so beautiful. The Rav's Lashon was, HaKadosh Baruch Hu never said Chutz Me'acher. He never said Chutz Me'acher. Right? So where did Chutz Me'acher come from? So this is the Rav's Lashon. The Rav says, Sheri Chuko Garam Lo Lishmoa Chutz Me'acher. You see, Acher was so disgusted with himself. Right? He was so disappointed in himself. He disgusted with himself. And he said to himself, if I don't like me, then there's no way that a Baruch Hu likes me. 
Why, why would God like me? What, what is there to like? So, so the Rav says something so amazing. Rabbi Soloveitchik says, Chodesh Baruch never said Chutz Me'achar. would never say Chutz anyone. Everyone has a seat at the table. The Chutz Me'achar wasn't God's voice. Chutz Me'achar was whose voice? Whose voice? It was Achar's voice. It was Lisha Ben Avuyah. And that's what Rabbi Nachman is trying to highlight over here. You see, if I don't like me, if I don't like me, and I don't see good in me, as they say, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing to do. There's no relationship with Hashem. There's no marriage. There's no relationship with your kids. There's no relationship with community. If you don't like who you are, it is impossible to forge relationships with anyone or anything else. Therefore, the Rebbe says, this is how the morning works. Shulchan Aruch says, first thing in the morning, get up. Don't fall asleep. Find the good. Find the dawn. Extract the light from the darkness. Say karbanos. Recognize you could pull out kiddusha even from an animal. Say kitoras. Recognize that even if you have putrid smelling stuff, the rest of it smells great. Psuke de zimra. Psuke de zimra. If you're able to do that, then what? You could sing. You have a nigan. You have a nigan. Then you could sing. The ability to sing comes from the ability to be happy and comfortable with who you are. And I want to be clear. Doesn't mean ignoring the shortcomings. Chas v'shalom. If I have shortcomings, I have to address them. But I also know not every shortcoming can be fixed immediately. Sometimes it's going to take time. And I have to find the ability to be comfortable in my own skin. And to find the good inside of me, even when I'm in the process of self-rectification. And ultimately, again, I sing my nigan. And then I will say, only after. Modani. Karbanas, Ketoras, Psuke de Zimra, do I get to Kriyashma? Only then can I go ahead and say Shema. Only. What's going on? You need like a secretary over here? What's going on? The president is. Wow. Well, tell them to sell. Sell. Just sell. Just sell. So I'll say, so ultimately, again, so what's incredible over here is as follows. Only once you go through this process, can you say Only after you're comfortable and find the good inside yourself do you have the ability to forge a relationship with Hashem. So now what happens after that? Now, page three, page three. The three is on the bottom, by the way, the bottom, the middle bottom there. In the middle section, right by the asterisk. This is incredible. It's only after you do all of this stuff that you can damage Shmona Esrei. Right? In other words, you would think to yourself, let me just start with Shmona Esrei. Shmona Esrei is the Iker. No, 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 no. You can't say Shmona Esrei until you get to a point where you could have a relationship with Hashem. And having a relationship with Hashem first requires me to be able to look at myself in the mirror and have a relationship with myself. Only then, only then, could a person daven. Umasilin. And I will say, how do we begin Shmona Esrei? Hashem sefosai tiftach. Shebazem avakshim. Sheyiftach pinu. V'nuchal, page four. V'nuchal pinu lehispalo. Ki al yidei kolan iskar la'el. Sha'al yidei zen isparu hanakudos tovos. Al yidei zed daiko yecholun hispalo. Al yidei shemotzin hatov. Isn't that absolutely amazing? You have to work to get to Hashem Safasai Tiftach. I have to work to get to the level where I say, Hashem, open my lips. Open my lips. Help me daven. But there's no davening. There's no right supplicatory connection. There's no petitioning HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There's no bakashas. 
until I'm able to see the good inside of me, able to sing my nigin in psuge de zimra, able to create a relationship, and then and only then can I get to Hashem Safasai Tiftach. Shabbos It's just, first of all, it's just a different way of looking at davening. What is it that I'm trying to accomplish over the course of the morning of davening, the entire time until Kriyashma? What I'm trying to focus on is seeing the good inside myself, believing that I am worthy, believing that no matter how much I've messed up, there is still so much good and so much beauty inside of me. Now, boss, we're going to go a little bit backwards. Take a look at page five. Take a look at page five. So, I'll say, so now, as I mentioned to you before, The Rebbe now here goes back and discusses Birchos HaShachar. And this is beautiful. Look what the Rebbe says. Page 5, middle section. You see where it says Birchos HaShachar right by the asterisk? So watch this. So the truth is, I skipped a little bit because the way the Rebbe does it is he first spoke about, he first spoke about getting dressed, putting on sitzes, and tefillin. So we'll go back, but I, I'd, like to, I, I'd like to just finish up to, to feel a component of it. So I'll say, get ready for this. Says Rabbi, something so beautiful. The entire essence of Berchas HaShachar is the same dynamic, which also makes sense because the Rebbe already said that Karbanas is the essence of finding the good inside myself. So obviously Berchas HaShachar, which precedes Karbanos, is going to be part of this same process. Watch this. Get ready. So we'll say, what's the meaning of this bracha? So firstly, you should know that there's a big machlokas as to how to define the word sechvi. So if we translate the word sechvi as how? As how? <coughs> rooster. Rooster. Archa Shulchan brings down the opinion that, no, sechvi doesn't mean rooster. Sechvi means intellect. Intellect. But either way, look what the Rebbe says. This goes back to the beginning of Halacha Aleph and the Kudi Halachas. That remember again, day represents the good inside of me, and ultimately, like Yom is the good, and Laila represents the negativity inside of me. So, I'll say, so what's the whole chap in life? What's the whole chap in life? To be able to pull out your good despite all of the bad. To be able to see the light despite all of the darkness. He says, so I'll say, listen to this. So the first thing the Rebbe says, Hashem, thank you, thank you for giving me the ability to distinguish between night and day. Or by between day and night. But the Rebbe's model, what does that mean? Thank you for allowing me to see the good inside of myself. To see the yom, to see the good, despite all of the laila. Incredible. The Rebbe say, what's next? No, incredible, no? It was such a, such a different interpretation of the brachas. Turn to page six. Watch this. Now, Rebbe's not going to go through all of the brachas. But we could, well, once we get the theme, we'll be able to interpret them ourselves. The gam. Listen to this. Bechinas. Birchas shalo asani goy. What does he mean? Thank Hashem for not making me a goy. What does that mean? Ki im lo hayo motzei ve'atzmo o ma'ora sanakudatova. 
Ela haya nishra berichuk v'choshech haya lip haya yachol lipa legamrei chas v'shalom v'haya naasem mamish bebechinas goy chas v'shalom. So Rebbe says, what does it mean to be a guy? Now, he's not saying what does it mean to be a Gentile. But what does the word guy mean? Rebbe says, guy means someone who's unable to find his good. He's unable to find his good. So I want to be clear. The Rebbe is not saying that, that goyim, right? That Gentiles are not able to find. He's talking about a state of being as opposed to a particular individual. So shaloh asani goy. Because I will say, think about this just a moment. Guy also means what? What does guy mean? I don't know, what is, what's the translation? Nation. Right? I will say, but interestingly enough, there's another name for nation, which is? Am. Um, I was interested in Am and Guy. Am is usually, again, in most times, is, is a more specific defined nation versus Guy is a general nations. See, Guy is anonymity. Is anonymity. It's identity-less. You see, I was like, the moment I begin to lose myself in my negativity, the moment that I'm unable to see any good inside of myself and all I see are the failures and the shortcomings is the moment that I, I just become a guy. Not, not a Gentile. I just become anonymous. I just become lost. I just become identityless. So thank you, Hashem. Thank you for giving me the koach to be able to see the good inside of myself so that I don't fall into the abyss of anonymity and just become another nation. Watch this. You know, there's the famous kasha. What's the famous kasha on the brach of Shlomo Sanigai? What's the famous kasha? Why don't I say convert? Say today for regular year. Excellent. Why not say? Shasani is saying the positive. So this is a big discussion. So first of all, the Pashat answer that the Rishonim bring down is because there's a whole machlokas of Noach, Lola, Adam, Shinivra, Yosem, Mishlon. Was it good that we were created or not? Was it a good thing that man was created? So it's, it's a little bit of a difficult pill to swallow, but the Gemara's maskana is Noach, Shalo, Shalo, Nivra. It would have been better had we never been created. But now that we're created, let's make, let's make the best of it. So therefore, again, the Rishonim say, we don't say a bracha of Shasani Yisrael, because Asani Yisrael is an affirmation that it's good to be created. We don't hold that way. So what we say is, now that I'm created, thank you for not making me a guy. But it's just about to say, it means so much more now, because remember, a Yisrael, what's the definition of a Yisrael? What's the, what's the thing about this? Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu dies in this parasha. So say something for his Aniliyah, for his Neshama. Now, Yaakov Avinu, when does he get with the name Yisrael? Kisarisa Iman Hashem, Emelokim, Ve'iman Hashem Vatuchal. Yisrael is the name you get after struggle. After struggle with what, Rabosai? What kind of struggle? Yourself. Fighting with yourself. Yaakov Avinu fought. By the way, when did Yaakov Avinu fight? When did he fight? Right? The whole night. <clears throat> the night at night. At night, the negativity during a time of sleep. You see, the name Yisrael is when you fight back against your own personalistic negativity and you rise to the occasion. You, the dawn comes. You see the light despite all of the intense darkness. So the truth is, you can't make a bracha of Shasani Yisrael. Why can't I make a bracha of Shasani Yisrael? Why not? I'm not there yet. I just woke up. <laughs> I just woke up. I'm not there yet. 
Maybe, maybe by the end of davening, or maybe by the end of life, I'll get to say Shasani Yisrael, but first thing in the morning, I'm generally not there yet. So what I'm going to say is Shalom Asani Goy. Thank you for giving me the strength to begin the process, to pull out the good, to pull out the light, and not to lose myself in the abyss of the negativity. Let's go weiter. V'zegam bechinas berchos pokeach ivrim matirasurim zokif kifufim. So the Rebbe groups all of these together. So the Rebbe says, I in the brachas. The brachas. So we'll say it happens to be in 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 footnote kuf zayin. In footnote kuf zayin, he shows the Rebbe doesn't go through all of the brachos of birchas hashachar. What the Rebbe expects of us is as follows: that once he gives us enough of the brachas, we could kind of go ahead and figure out the thematic overtones of the rest. But let's go through what the Rebbe says. So we'll say pokeach Hashem gives sight to the blind. Matir asurim. Hashem goes ahead and literally frees those who are bound. Zokif kifufin. He straightens those who are bent. So what's the pshat? Here we go. Kimitrila beishena so nefiloso haya bebechinas iver hamegashesh baafelo sirabosai. In the beginning of the day, in the morning, or in the beginning of life, I'm an iver. I'm blind. I say, what does it mean to be blind? All a blind person sees is what is darkness. He can't see light. Often in life, I'm blind. I'm blind. All I see is my negativity. All I see is the darkness. All I see are the bad and broken things. Sometimes life, we're blind. We can't see the good inside of ourselves. And sometimes I'm incarcerated in the jail of my own mediocrity. Right? I'm incarcerated in the jail of my own failures. I feel totally confined and confounded just by my life failures. And not only that, sometimes what else? Sometimes I feel that my failures are such a heavy burden that what? I can't stand up straight. I'm just, I'm buckling under the load. So says the Rebbe, so look at all the brachos we say. Thank you for giving me the ability to open my eyes and to see the good. Thank you for allowing me to escape the jail of my own personalistic failures. Again, when we say escape the jail of personalistic failures, doesn't mean I'm ignoring my failures, but it means I'm contextualizing them. And I recognize that as significant and severe as my failures may be, there's so much good as well. Thank you, Hashem. You know what? I don't have to be crushed underneath the burden of my life failures. There's more to me than the sum of my bad choices. There's more to me, there's more to me than ultimately, again, all of the missteps and the mistakes that I have made. There's more to me. There's more to me. So the rabbi goes on, he says, he says, then he explains it now. I was incarcerated. I will say, this is Rabbi Nachman Lishitas. What am I incarcerated by? My sadness and heaviness. Right? I will say, sometimes I'm so sad and I'm so overwhelmed by the mistakes that I've made in life that literally, again, it, it just weighs on me. It just weighs on me. I'm so bent over from the burden of my failures that I can't stand up straight to serve HaKadosh Baruch But now when I find the good inside of myself, But now that I begin to see myself in totality, and I begin to see the good inside of myself, as a result of that, nitur nitar masurov. Ultimately, again, 
my captivity is removed, right? The captivity of sadness and heaviness is removed. The niskaf mikafifaso. And ultimately, again, I'm able to go ahead. My bentness is straightened. And the Rebbe says, so to all of the rest of the brachas, ultimately again on Kriyashma, no, okay, sorry, Birchos HaShachar, ultimately all highlight this same dynamic. Also, if you take a quick look at footnote Kuf Zayin, so the Rebbe here says in the footnote, he says, just in the author says it, Birchas Shalom Asani Eved, Shalom Asani Isha, Ukimokein Birchos Rokaha Aretz, Sha'asali Kaltsarki, Ozer Yisrael, Oter Yisrael, Lonis Baru. So, right, so just point out that the Rebbe doesn't define every single bracha. But he says, But what do we just read? But yet the Rebbe says, by the way, this dynamic that I've described in Shalom Asani Goy, Shalom Asani, I'm sorry, Shalom Asani Goy, Pokeach Ivrim, Zokev Kifufim, Matir Asurim, it's the same dynamic expressed in all of Birchos Shachar. He says, V'ulam, what over in the footnote is that remember some of the brachos actually correspond to getting dressed, to putting on tefillin, to putting on sitzes. So we'll see the symbolisms of those brachos a little bit later on. But we'll say it turns out something as we bring this all together. So it turns out that, we'll say, what's the avoda of the morning? What's the morning avoda of a yid, of a Jew? Is to wake up in the morning. First of all, you know, we'll say, we, we can't forget. Remember, how did all of this start? Yiskaber ka'ari lamo baboker la'avodas boro. The first thing in the morning is get up like a lion. What do I do? Shehu ma'orer hashachar. What does that mean? Bring the light. Bring the light. Don't let the darkness of your failures overtake you. You bring the light. But say, next step, next step, Birchos HaShachar. Each of the Birchos HaShachar representing this idea of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Thank you for not allowing me to fall into the clutches of anonymity. Thank you for bringing me out of the darkness of blindness, for allowing me to stand straight, taking me out of my incarceration. Then, Karbanas, the ability to pull out Kiddusha, even from the most base thing. Kitores, Chelbana smells terrible, but yet only with Chelbana do you have the full package. Once I see, and once I believe that I can bring light, even from my own darkness, once I believe that there's more to me than just my failures, Suke de Zimra, I have a nigan. Once I have a nigan, I could create a relationship with Hashem. And once I could create a relationship with Hashem, Hashem sefasai tifta chufi agit tehila secha. Then I could have it. Yes? It seems like a lot of what we're saying over here is that to develop a good feeling, I think, the more than just a good feeling about yourself. But why is that necessarily going to necessarily translate into a connection to Hashem? Who's going to develop a good thing? I, I'm a good person. And develop the hardiness. Necessarily, I don't see where the connection is between that and the two things. So I, I think what the Rebbe is, it's a good kasha, I think what the Rebbe is saying is like this, is that in order to have a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you have to feel that you're someone worthy of a relationship. Right? You, you have to feel that you're worthy of it. In other words, what, what makes me think that I could speak to the Melech Malchai Amlochim? 
Well, what's, what, who, who am I? If a person thinks that they're a nothing, if a person thinks, you see, you see, here's what I think people often get confused about. You see, people think that obviously the key to a meaningful relationship with Hashem is anava, right? We want to avoid gaiva. I want humility. But people sometimes think that humility means a lack of a sense of self. And there's nothing further from the truth. Humility requires me to know what I am and what I'm not, right? Moshe Rabbeinu was the anav mikal adam. Yet Moshe Rabbeinu has no problem arguing with the Ribbono Shalom and threatening HaKadosh Baruch Hu when he needs to. Why? Because he knew who he was. So I think what the Rebbe is saying is, like any relationship, right? Think about this for just a moment. A person can't have a marriage if you don't feel that you have something to contribute. If, if I don't feel that I'm a gavra, right? I don't feel that there's something good inside of me. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't make someone else happy. I can't be there for someone else. I think what the Rebbe is saying is similar to the If you don't believe in you, and you don't feel that you're worthy, you don't feel that you're worthy, or you don't feel that there's something good or endearing inside of you, you never muster up the courage for Hashem Sefasai Tiftach. Does that, does that make sense? I'm, I'm still absorbing it. Yeah, now again, could, could, it, could, it, could it develop into an inflated sense of self and gaiva? Sure, like, like anything unchecked. Obviously, again, remember again, this was the famous Kotzke, right? The Kotzke says a person has two pockets, right? And in one pocket, I have the, the, the dictum, the whole world is created for me. And the other pocket, what do I have? Right? There's always this dialectic. But I think, again, this I want to point out, by the way, this is Rabbi Nachman L'shitaso, right? Everything about Rabbi Nachman is this piece. Rabbi Nachman is all about, if you don't believe in you, and you don't find something good in you, there's no relationship with the Rebbe Shalom. Nothing. Nothing. Could you argue it? Yeah, probably. Probably. But that's, that's his shita. I have you going to say. Is that a hand up? No? All right. Have a good. We'll stop over here for tonight. Shkayach, everyone. Mamish, we're going to continue Mir Sashem with Lakuti Alochas next week. I think we're going to move to Alocha Bays in Mir Sashem next week. Shkayach, everyone.